I think where possible, it's uh, getting uh, the athlete to start early. And, um, and that may, you know, if we're talking about soft tissue injuries that can tend to be quite early, it can be day one post injury, but, um, you know, it's understanding that movement is medicine and, uh, and the athlete will get lots of confidence out of being able to, to move and move early. Welcome to the prepare like a pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Prepare Like a Pro podcast Bite Size. This clip comes from episode 38 with Selwyn Griffith, Head of Performance at the Melbourne Football Club. How did you go about um, your work as a rehabilitation in, with with the players? And did you? How much of the osteo side of things did you bring into your reconditioning um, philosophy? Yeah. So my time at Brisbane, I was part of the medical team as as an osteopath, treating uh, the players and, and also um, providing, I guess, uh, exercise ideas from an injury prevention or, or mitigation perspective and worked really closely with Matt Haas and Alex Clark around that time. And we had a fantastic medical uh, crew in Shane Lemke and worked with Toby Watson, who um, had been on the Tour de France and also Scott Fraser and, and Pete Lyon, these guys that have, they've all been within professional sport for um, a significant amount of time. And so they really helped, uh, I guess, develop my uh, skill set from an osteopathic perspective and how that fit within the greater scheme of, of our high performance department. And then I transitioned more into the performance aspect. At what point in your career do you start also topping up what you re- you know, your top three um, traits as a practitioner? Yeah, so I think the, the key um, initially is I was um, hired at the Brisbane Lions to be an osteopath. So the, the first priority is be as good as an osteopath as I can be and make sure I'm elite in that area. And then what are the aspects that I think are going to make me more employable or better at my role moving forward? And so for me, it was using the people around me in, in the, the Lions environment early on uh, and some of my mentors to kind of better identify, you know, I guess my growth areas. And so from from a performance and strength and power prescription perspective, there was a little bit of that. For those, whether it be developing footballers that may have just had an injury and are, and are currently in rehabilitation, what, what are some things you've seen over time that are trends when rehab doesn't go well um, that you try and make sure that athletes understand early days when, when they're in rehabilitation or re- re- reconditioning yeah. phase? I think where possible, it's uh, getting uh, the athlete to start early. And, um, and that may, you know, if we're talking about soft tissue injuries that can tend to be quite early, it can be day one post injury, but, um, you know, it's understanding that movement is medicine and, uh, and the athlete will get lots of confidence out of being able to, to move and move early. And so where possible, trying to to have that as as one of your key philosophies i think is important and that even goes for possibly uh bone injuries and tendon injuries as well there is always something you can do so focus on on what the athlete can do and whether that's from a cross training perspective a strength perspective it's really important for for their psychological um 
motivation. For young developing footballers out there that maybe don't have a strength and conditioning coach, what would be um, what would be your top three things that you think are really important for, for footballers to make sure they're doing, uh, developing footballers? Oh. doesn't have to be training. Three, just, yeah. Consistency is key. Um, yeah. So, you know, m- maintaining uh, consistent uh, running exposure, consistent high speed and sprint running exposure, but also making sure you have consistent skill exposure. I think sometimes we can get caught up in, oh, I need to get fitter, so I'm just going to run. But making sure that you're exposed to the skill development aspect is is key from an injury prevention perspective. I think the research is pretty clear that uh, there are a couple of, of valuable exercises if you, if you don't have um, strength and conditioning uh, advice that, you know, performing a Nordic once a week, performing some adductor um, strength, Copenhagen's or, or other variations once a week uh, can have a, a benefit on maintaining tissue resilience. Strength and conditioning aspects, what else do you think osteopaths can provide for footy, footy players? Uh, he's just graduated as an osteopath and has always been a dream of his to find uh, himself in a football environment. He's AFL obsessed and was introduced to osteopathy five years ago by himself and, and like to one day go down a similar path and help elite athletes perform at their best. There you go. That's a good one. So I think, as I mentioned before, making sure you're, you're elite at your osteopathic assessment, um, clinical decision-making, your, your, your treatment skills, your ability to change um, pain, uh, whether that via a manual technique or whether it be via education, and then your initial acute injury uh, prescription. Those are, are going to need to be your your one would. Then developing uh, your S&C knowledge around reconditioning uh, from a running perspective and understanding the different aspects of MAS, aerobic capacity, uh, high-intensity training, I think, is important if you're wanting to to progress into um, elite sport. Thanks for tuning into the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. This clip came from episode 38 with Selwyn Griffith, head of performance at the Melbourne Football Club. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. If you enjoyed this Bite Sides episode, please make sure to scroll to episode 38 for the full recording. If you could please take a second to leave us a review, it helps us reach more listeners and is greatly appreciated. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian of the Collingwood Football Club. What are things that that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, I suppose it is... um, It'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changers, game changers, whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes. And 
you know, and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary, it unravels everything that I've been working with an athlete for. Yeah. Yeah. Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with Academy member Rama Davies, the strength conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome Rama to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was, uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was, you spoke a, a, quite a bit about um, perspective during that chat. Um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did um, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm. Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it yeah certainly yeah has been massive for me now, and and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my mm. time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts doing a, a journal every day just to be to say what I'm grateful for sort of three things and um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to yeah like reset and and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about you know that there is more to life than football or you know might be whatever as an SNC coach you know if something's you having a hard time um, it can be massive with just yeah opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble um, yeah. so that's that's been huge um i think i wish back then when i was younger i asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things mm -hmm. i think i was a bit single-minded back then and um you know i thought there was one way of doing things and um if i kind of didn't have that fear fear of you know asking a silly question or fear of judgment it would have got me a lot further and i probably would have learned a lot quicker um and yeah. and yeah, like just yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.